So aside from the Adam Sandler song about Thanksgiving and a couple others, I argued a couple weeks ago that there weren't any Thanksgiving songs. Ugh. You proved me wrong. Thank you. I'm so glad you're bringing this up on a public forum like our podcast. Yeah, I never, ever, rarely, ever, sometimes, maybe never, <laughs> wow. admit, admit that I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, you, you had this, um, not only did you have an argument, but you had this entire Thanksgiving playlist. Yes, I have been cultivating Thanksgiving songs since 2014, and I do this because I love Christmas very much, and I love the season of Advent very much, but I think Christmas is best in moderation, and one of the best ways to do that is to give Thanksgiving its due by celebrating from Halloween to Thanksgiving with songs that A, are about being grateful, B, remind you of things that you are grateful for, or C, have a nice fall vibe to them. I don't know. Make it up yourself. Thanksgiving music is a personal journey that everyone must take for themselves. So this was the song that you led with. I met a man who lives in Tennessee, and he was heading for Pennsylvania and some homemade pumpkin pie. Pennsylvania folks are traveling down the Dixie's sunny shore. From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific. Oh, there's no place like home for the holiday. Cause no matter how far away. I love the song. This is a great song, and it's not a Christmas song. Well, when in yeah. that song does it so, mention Christmas? But that's the thing, is I only ever hear it at Christmas time, and you started playing, and I said, Kate, <laughs> <laughs> Kate, that's a Christmas song. Okay. Everybody knows that's a Christmas song. Whoa, wow. That was so They're aggressive. really loud right there. Everybody knows that's a Christmas song, and then I actually listened to the lyrics, though, and it's, you know, it's, holidays. I think it's much and, more about Thanksgiving than Christmas because of the line from Pennsylvania, folks are traveling down to Dixie Sunny Shore, which, by the way, my family's from Pennsylvania, and I live in North Carolina. That speaks to me, um, but also because it references pumpkin pie, and I always think of Thanksgiving for pumpkin pie and not Christmas. What's the Christmas pie, then? Oh, huh. I would say... Oh, that's tough. Pumpkin and pecan, definitely, for Christmas. So I had a... Uh, um, we were having our pie dis- our annual pie discussion this week for, for our dinner next week, and... Uh, and my wife said, well, I'm making the pumpkin pie, and uh, her mom is making the pecan pie. And I said, what about the chocolate pie? She goes, it's for Christmas, Billy. Like, I was an idiot. <laughs> I mean, is she wrong, though? Well, I, I guess not, but you can have I'd chocolate I'd put chocolate and apple for Christmas. Like yeah. a Dutch apple with like a strudel business on top. I don't know why I said that so strangely. Strudel business. Strudel business. No, eyes are pies. Yeah. Traditionally, when my family spent Thanksgiving um, at a, a cottage that some of us partially own in the middle of nowhere in Zorro, Ohio, we have nine pies and nine people, and it is a thing of beauty. I bet. So before we get too deep into Thanksgiving talk here, I do want to say that uh, um, we have invited Dr. Philip Morrow back. Uh, we have a very quick interview with yeah. him because it was performed on the stage of the new Hobson Performance Center. Uh, Dr. Philip Morrow um, is the, uh, oh wow, we just looked up his title and I forgot it. Oh, uh, he's the choral director. Thank director you. of choral activities. Director, I knew choral director, but the official title title is director of oh, choral yes. activities. Activities is important. Um, he so kindly and graciously brought yeah. 30 of his students on stage for us today to uh, perform Angels We Have Heard on High for our upcoming Campbell Christmas video Christmas card. 
And uh, we're going to play just a little bit of that um, at the end of the show. But uh, he also talked a little bit about the upcoming uh, Christmas at Campbell show and about uh, the new Hobson Performance Center, which we talked about last week. We won't uh, you know, go too much into that. Back to Thanksgiving, though. <laughs> and, uh, and I agree with you. I agree. Um, while I will admit I do partake in pre-Thanksgiving Christmas music on occasion and am not opposed to putting up the lights a little bit early, hmm. I do feel like Thanksgiving gets a bad, um, you know, gets the raw yeah. end of the deal. Well, because you know, Black Friday is creeping ever closer to now the day before thanksgiving i yeah. think i don't think we even have a yeah everything well everything opens day. at five on thanksgiving now yeah. so um, it was more fun before personal opinion you think so yeah the midnight have you have you ever taken part in a black friday open the doors i actually haven't I have so i don't know why i'm judging all of this i'm sure it's really fun i don't mean to get in the way of anyone's festivities but um since my thanksgiving is always very uh pastoral and rustic i have that ingrained very deeply so i like thanksgiving because uh growing up it was a big deal in my family it was uh we lived in east northeast texas and it was not only my surrounding family which included grandparents and aunts and uncles and a ton of cousins it was our extended Dallas family, which mm. included second and third cousins and great aunts and people that I only saw that time yeah. of year. And so every year, it was about maybe a seven, eight year stretch in my life where Thanksgiving was about 50 to 60 people mm-hmm. and a ton of food. And we would d- just, it was like a Norman Rockwell painting. It was, uh, we'd all go out and play football in the leaves. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was one of the few. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm peeling back the uh, <laughs> peeling back, back the, the curtain, curtain here. Too much, yeah. uh, it was one of the few things I could count on growing up. The one shining the one, joy in my the, sad time. Yes, it was. Uh, it was I the one that. childhood memory I had that was constant, and uh, and so I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. And and today I have my own family now, and uh, still. Love it. Love everything about Thanksgiving. And your wife is an awesome cook. I've never had her food, but I've heard about her food. And this woman sounds like a magician. She doesn't listen to my podcast, but oh, if she de- does decide to listen to this one. I was trying to give you some brownie points. No, well, but you you can admit that I have talked about her You've talked about her turkey, turkey so much. I feel like I've been there. <laughs> I feel like I deserve some, actually. It's incredible. It's just, I, and I won't, I won't give away the secrets, but okay. uh, I'm not a big turkey fan, but... I I do I stand over her shoulder and I like it could be raw and I'm still like you know, trying to <laughs> take a, a piece bit. of it yeah so it's it's, awesome uh, yeah and this year we're having it at our at my in laws house um and I was okay with that as long as she still made the turkey okay that's fair I yeah. I will miss being with my family this is my first Thanksgiving not with my family oh no and I think the tradition I'm gonna expose what am I talking about expose everyone knows I'm a nerd. Um, we have a tradition in which my, several of my cousins and I go to the lake late at night when it's pitch blackout and we take a lantern, which first of all is really fun. I don't know if you've ever held an actual like gas powered lantern in your hand before, yeah, but it feels yeah. very so you powerful. Turn, you can, oh yeah. You know, it's um, kerosene. Yeah, kerosene. It smells great. It smells feels great good. And you feel like powerful, like you can knock someone out with it. Anyway, yeah. we take that down to the lake and we get in the canoe and we go out on the lake and we do a little moonlit canoe ride and we'll play... 
if you've seen the Harry Potter movies, you know that all the first years travel across the Black Lake to Hogwarts. I don't Hogwarts. think I've ever seen these movies that you're talking about. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. <laughs> I'm kidding, we play I'm the kidding. music from Harry Potter and pretend that we are traversing the lake to go to Hogwarts. And yes, we're in our mid-20s now, and no, it has not lost its magic. No, that's a, that's a, that's a great tradition, actually. Um, this is in Ohio, correct? So Yeah. There's a danger element there too. It's, it's super really chilly. Cold. Yeah. yeah, last year I uh, I sacrificed my phone to the late gods, but it was so <laughs> worth it. So this is your first year without going home, I guess. Yes. Yep. So. Plane tickets were exorbitant, and uh, I'll be home at Christmas. So, but you'll how how will you be spending your first one? Is it uh, with friends, with roommates? Um, uh, I'll be bouncing around a little bit. I'll be with some friends, um, old and new, and I will be hopefully spending the day off the lovely Friday at Raleigh Rescue Mission, where they do a large Thanksgiving celebration that they need help with. So that's in downtown Raleigh. That'll be super fun. That's one thing that I unfortunately have never done that I've always really admired was uh, the people who go out and feed people on on these holidays, sacrifice their own day um, to help others out. So I commend you for that, Kate. Mm, Don't do that, but it'll be fun. Well, uh, here's our here's our interview with uh, Dr. Philip Morrow, and uh, like I said, we're going to play a little bit of uh, Angels We Have Heard on High um, to get you in the mood for Christmas, but uh, remember, this is a Thanksgiving podcast. This is not a Christmas podcast, <laughs> so... <laughs> if you call it Christmas... I know we're, send, we're sending mixed messages right now, but, uh, but anyways, enjoy. Philip Morrow, we are standing on the stage of Hobson Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just um, recorded a Christmas video with you, and uh, you have graciously given us another five minutes so we can talk about your upcoming uh, is it Campbell Christmas at Campbell. Christmas at Campbell okay, yes. um, but first off, I wanted to ask you about this stage. Um, I know I've talked to Dwayne Wilson. I've talked to um, other people that had a, a role in making this happen. Um, I imagine, and they've had nothing but great things to say about the acoustics here. And uh, how excited are you to have um, something like this here? Very excited. Um, it's. Um, I think this center is important and. and at least two ways. I mean, it, it would be the largest venue. It is the largest venue in terms of audience size on campus, um, which uh, I think for larger programs, uh, that, that's important. Sometimes, uh, particularly I think the Wind Symphony programs were uh, overflowing into lots of other rooms in, in the Fine Arts Building. So um, it's nice to have this seated capa- seating capacity. Um, and uh, a, a hall that is uh, specifically designed for uh, regular concerts and acoustically designed that way is is wonderful, and they did a marvelous job with this. So I define myself as the layman when it comes to music and and sound and everything, but I can tell a huge difference with what it sounds like in here compared to Turner Auditorium. Yes. Um, 
to the layman, can you just kind of tell us what this acoustic shell, we're standing on the stage right now, can you tell us um, just how big of a difference this makes um, for a performance, whether it's choir, whether it's symphony, what, any of that? Yes, the, the, the acoustical shell is, um, is sort of like the megaphone, you know, it, it helps the sound project out into the audience. Uh, the, the difference from old Turner Auditorium is, is drastic. Uh, the, it, there was a theater proscenium there with a curtain, and if you were behind that, up on the stage, most of the stage was behind that area. So if you happen to be standing in that area, the sound just went up into the rafters, or it went away. It hardly seemed any got out to the audience. Uh, whereas now we have, we don't have that. Uh, that was taken away in the renovation. Uh, and the shell was put in, so we got the shell that's kind of like a natural microphone, if you will, a natural megaphone uh, helping us project the sound. I think um, it's not quite as uh, wet for the singers in, in terms of acoustic uh, as Scott is, the way we open the acoustical curtains up in there. But we can hear very well, and for the band... Uh, I know they can. I know it was, it was a night and day difference for us. I think I think we could hear fine, yeah. um, and it, did it sound good out there? Could Definitely. you tell? Okay. <laughs> so well, it's I, nice is being able to hear each other in I, a space like that with a larger group. Exactly, exactly. And I think there's there is that. I think you 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 hear the group, but you also hear individual mm -hmm. instruments or voices as necessary. So. Could you tell us a little bit about the group that we just filmed, and then maybe what their role will be in the end of semester concerts that are coming up? Well, actually, uh, that group was the university choir, and um, un unusually, they, they're, they are, I'll speak, I can get it out, uh, they are done with their performances this semester. Now, Christmas at Campbell will involve most of the people that were in that group, it's just not that ensemble. It's the, uh, the opera theater um, is performing a Christmas variety show. Dr. Sally Thomas and Ms. Judy Bruno are directing, and uh, it will be right on the stage. And it'll be a little bit different um, because it's a different kind of music. You know, it's lighter. Um, Christmas pop, yes, and some sacred, too. Um, but um, anyway, so uh, the, the university choir um, normally is involved, well, most of the time is involved mm -hmm. with Christmas Campbell. This time, not as an ensemble. So. Fair enough. Well, we're looking forward to it. We're definitely going to be including a clip here of what we just filmed. Good. If you don't see it on the Christmas card, you can <laughs> see it on our podcast. Uh, they sound wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It was a, it was a nice, a nice uh, thing for you guys to offer us to do. And I'm glad we did it. Well, the, uh, the Christmas card has two purposes. We wanted to highlight our very talented students, but also highlight this this new facility which uh um you were you were at the the opening night gala correct yes. um th that was a just an incredible event and i think people are still talking about it so yeah Good. so thank you so much dr morrow and uh have a merry christmas merry christmas everyone So is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade a part of your annual tradition? We have watched it a couple of times, but usually we don't get great reception where we are. So just depends on who feels like watching TV. Well, I bring it up because do you have these things in your life that are tradition and you always can't wait for them and you love the fact <laughs> that they exist, but then every time it comes on, you realize to yourself... 
this isn't so great. <laughs> I don't actually like this. Right. The, I don't have a ton of that in my life, mm. but one of them is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We huh. always have it on. I love the... I always... So I associate it with the smells because usually when it comes on at 9 or 10 is when we're starting to cook the turkey and we're nice. starting to get everything together. So in my house, when that comes on is when I'm starting to smell things and... And, uh, you know, it's cold outside and our, we don't yeah. have a, we have a fireplace, but we don't use it, but our neighbors has a fire, our neighbor has a fireplace. And so I, you know, he's got his fireplace going and it's just mm. all these fall things are happening. And then this thing comes on. I'm like, oh, I can't take it. It's just too much holiday. And then I start watching it with my kids and I realize the lip syncing is terrible. The balloons kind of lose their magic after <laughs> age 12, whatever. <laughs> and it's just not that great. It might be fun to go to live. I remember, I think the last time I watched it, I was in high school, and it was because it was like my cousin Drew's marching band was oh. going to be doing it. So whenever we know someone who's, this is my family, we watch for the marching bands, and if we know someone who's going to be doing that, we'll watch and pretend Earlier, you did say you were nerds, so I think you have... Uh, yeah, I've established that. It's fine. Um, I will say, my sister lives in Philadelphia, and this is, maybe not everybody knows this, but if you are tired of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. If you change it over to ABC, they televise the Philadelphia Thanksgiving mm. Day Parade every year. And I didn't know this because you always watch the New yeah. York one. But anyways, we went to that one year, and we got to see the big balloons, and we got to... And yes, when you are there, you catch so much yeah. more than you do on TV. And, it's tough uh, to capture a parade on TV. Yeah, it's a lot better. But I, know, I just wanted to bring that up because it's one of those traditions that I always look forward to, and then it's always kind of a letdown. And I'm sure Christmas oh. has those too. I don't know. Maybe it's Christmas light looking. You're always really excited to go do that, and then you catch your two or three big houses that have all the lights, and then all the other, all the others are just kind of, eh, you know, hey. And the kids are excited about it, but I'm just kind of like, eh, you know. I'm driving around my neighborhood. I'm trying to think of an example. The first time that I went to, I don't want to diss the city of Raleigh, but I do remember going to the Christmas tree lighting ceremony that they did and thinking, oh, that was it, huh? <laughs> and then walking away. But I still go to that every year because they have a killer gingerbread house contest that okay. they display downtown. And actually, there's a their Christmas parade is this Saturday, this Saturday morning. So if you're into parades, Raleigh has a cute little Christmas parade. It probably doesn't last more than an hour, but it's really fun. Well, if you have, if you listened this deep into the podcast, and if you have traditions that um, are just kind of meh, email Kate Stoneburner at Stoneburner. <laughs> tell at me all of your most you. meh traditions. <laughs> tell us and tell us everything that you like and dislike about our podcast. Yeah, and, uh, we would love to hear that. Well, anyway, I just wanted to uh, to bring that up and also to say Happy Thanksgiving, Kate. I know this is your first away from home, but uh, I hope it's a great one. And if uh, if it's not, just Think of me and think, you know, Billy's uh, probably having a really great time watching football and eating really good turkey right now. Wow, so. Billy, I'm thankful for your friendship this Thanksgiving. <laughs> I bet he's having a really good time right now. <laughs> All right, well, th- happy Thanksgiving, everybody, yeah, and happy uh, we'll see you again next week. Bye. I met a man who lives in Tennessee, and he was heading for Pennsylvania and some homemade pumpkin pie. From Pennsylvania, folks are traveling down to Dixie's sunny shore. From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific.